Slice Audio. Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ. Vikings! Your Minnesota Vikings. Skull, baby! Skull! We are 10 and 3. It was a big loss in Detroit, but really, we'll talk all about it on this episode of Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ. And first of all, let's just go ahead and congratulate the Lions. They we know it's not the same old Lions, BJ. Frick you know what I mean? They beat us. They frick them. They hands down beat Shock. us. And uh, you know, it is what it is, but we could afford that loss. You know what? In the work of Kirk Cousins, frick them. <laughs> And we're going to talk all about some of the first points that I want to make, and we're going to go down the list here. Some of the things, the reason why I think we lost this game. One, we got a little too cute on first and goal before the half with Dalvin Cook running the football, trying to throw it, causes a turnover. Mm -hmm. We don't score at the end of the half. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then we were going for two after we scored. I'm not sure what that was all about, but we'll talk about it. Jefferson gets called out of bounds, which should have been a touchdown, which would, again, change the momentum of the game. But of course, that went against us. Uh, fifth straight game of giving up 400 yards passing. Mm-hmm. That's not good. And then Kirk threw over 400 yards, had a perfect pass rating, but yeah. lost the game. First time in NFL history that's happened. Yeah. JJ set a single season game record for yeah. uh, the Vikings, which is awesome. And he only needs like 136 more yards to break another record. That dude just keeps breaking records. So Can't help it. We'll continue to talk about it. I wish it would have happened with a win. I felt like we could have won, but we just had some things go against us. So I'll open it up to you, Brandon. I'm pretty upset about it, honestly. See, I, I'm, I think our team offensively and as a whole, I think most of our team, except for the defense, played really well. You know, yep. special teams. I think we had really good moments, and I think we really could have won this game. There's a couple couple huge turns. You mentioned them. Huge turns that changed everything for the game, and that was the 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 play that was called on the fourth and one. Mm-hmm. It was a long one, so I don't think a QB sneak would have been better because it was like actually a little longer than a yard. Oh, yeah. You the know, first part of the game. The Pretty early the game, in the game. We were barely we, in there. We hadn't quite established the run yet. We yep. have backup O-linemen in, and we go with a Dalvin Cook run from shotgun. Yeah. And and it's like I just don't I, – I, I don't know what we could have called there. You know what I mean? But I don't think anything up the gut – when you have a backup center and a backup guard yep. in would have been a would have been the play. Yeah. You know, I just don't think they're not up to pace with it. I don't know. It's just my take on it. I don't feel like it was a that was a good idea. Um and and then that play call with Dalvin Cook where he fumbles it. Like we're getting kind of cute. Even the even the TV guys, the announcers were like, Coach O'Connell said we just can't be cute with this defense because they're good. Yep, and they are. They're dogs. They and come to fight. Look you know, what we did. And, and and that's what happens. You know, and it's like, I e- I think we easily could have ran a lot more clock out, and at worst got three points there. Right. At worst. I mean, gosh dang, we're on the one. First and goal on the one. Run it in with Dalvin Cook. Don't even no cutesy. Run it in with Ham. Hell, I don't care. Play action, man. Yeah, play action. Toss it over to anybody. I don't give a crap. TJ is really who should have got it because it's his old team. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's like, but but you look at that and that those two things right there to me 
make all the everybody's gonna make mistakes, but those coaching mistakes right there is what made it up to me. Yeah. And yeah. you know, of course KOC, he's a rookie head coach. So yeah, he's gonna it. make those mistakes. Yeah. I also understand because I'm here I am rationalizing. I should be mad and be like, what the hell are you thinking? But at the same time, you're a young rookie head coach. And yeah. if those plays go your way, yeah. you steal the momentum of the game. You know, so I understand, but I think the risk also outweighs the reward in some of those mm-hmm. going for fourth and one early on in the game barely in their territory i think just punt the football there yeah. you know what i mean punt the football there that it's the yeah. beginning of the game you don't even know how the game is going to flow yet but I, I i also understand that call because if you get it cool you know we probably <laughs> go down and score get three or Sorry. whatever you know you're good and then but like the getting cute on first and goal and then Dalvin trying to, you know, that just he never even had the ball in his hand where he could try to throw it. Just it was it was just a doomed from the start. And I don't understand yeah. that. Um, and there was some issues with the refs yesterday too. I had a buddy said, "Oh, this game's going to get really ugly for the Lions if the calls keep going for the Vikings like this." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Because it was that pass interference call at Adam Thielen, yeah. in, which was pass interference because yep. he held him beforehand to begin with. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. And then he was, but they clearly missed a full face mask on Kirk Cousins. Yeah. And then they called. I think it was, um, I think it was holding or something that they called on the defense. Yeah. And they didn't even get the fo- face mask. So yeah. I'm just like, what the hell's really going on? And then so and then Jefferson's bad call, like I said, it's yeah. just, I mean there was something I hate to blame the refs, but but really, the refs have a little we've been talking about it all year and it's not just our game, our team. Mm-hmm. It's issues like that all across the NFL you could see it, you yeah. know? Different games, different things. Uh, Tom Brady got choked out last night from the Niners because they cheat. And <laughs> I can say that because my wife just showed up and she's a huge <laughs> Niners fan. But it's like, yeah, but you know, because they keep cheating to win. But still, it's like <laughs> that, uh, you know, it's Tom Brady. And so that kind of blew my mind. It didn't get called because it's Tom Brady. You're right. And usually things always go his way. Mm-hmm. Now, when they don't, you see what happens. The only thing for me, Brandon, is that we had the opportunity to win the North last night or yesterday. And we also were not favored. Like, we had every, like, all of the media hates the Vikings for whatever reason. They don't think we're legit. And we haven't proved, I mean, other than our record, we haven't really proven them that we're legit. Our defense is really bad, obviously. Yeah. And we'll talk about that later. But the fact that we had a chance, and me and you talked about it before we cracked the mic, too, because we could afford this loss. We could. Yep. Because we still win the division 99%. Yeah. We still have a 90% chance, 99% chance of us winning the division yeah. with this loss. So, yeah, yeah. But the fact is is that we we lost when we didn't have to. Like, yeah. I don't care if we could afford it or not. Like, it's the Lions, first of all, and I know we've talked about that they're not the same old Lions. They're playing well. They're they're doing really good. That offense was is firing on all cylinders, and they just got Jameson Williams back from ACL. Mm-hmm. Their rookie that we actually traded out of that pick that they got. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's going to be a playmaker in the future. And he that busted coverage, man. We missed Harrison Smith yesterday. We did. We missed him really much so. But like you said, you know, it's we can afford the loss, so yeah. we can afford to get him healthy because we're going to yeah. need him. We're gonna need him. Well, and that's and I'll share my takes here in a short second. But it's like that's that's just it. I yeah. don't I don't understand the thought process, but it seems like as if they went into it with the 
hey, if we're going to lose one, this one's okay. Yeah, but I just, I don't, I hate that. I, I hope that that's not the mentality. No. Like, if you are going to be an elite team in the NFL and you want to make a playoff push and a playoff run yeah. to the Super Bowl, you need to win games that you're supposed to win games. Now, I get that we weren't favored, but by the time, the, the line fluctuated like three or four times throughout the week. Yeah. It started at a point and a half, then it was one, then it went up to two and a half. Yep. But by the time kickoff, it was only a half point that the Lions were favored, but they were still favored. Yeah. And it seemed like and I don't know, we I don't I'm not too big on conspiracy theories, but you know, Vegas protects its money most yeah, of the time. They do. You know what I mean? So it's like Well they have to. They're not dumb. Yeah, I don't know, man. You know, they're and they're I, a business for a reason. But There's like reason. these refs that are missing these blatant calls, the yeah. the face masks, the, and then calling the play dead with Justin Jefferson, mm-hmm. you know, you let that play go. If you're not sure, because you can review that play, because he goes off and scores, right? Yeah, yeah. You can then review that play and yep. see if he stepped out. Obviously, he didn't, but since he blew that whistle, it's dead. The play's dead. We can't review it. Yeah. And even if you, yeah, so like even if you did review it, you can't just be like, oh, he yeah. would have scored, you know, because technically you don't you know what could have happened. You don't know. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, it's frustrating. Also, that first, that was third and. Third and eleven, late in the game, third and thirteen, something like that, and and, and Kirk fired it to Justin. And he caught it right at the marker, and he kind of rolled, and then he was touched. They didn't give him his yeah. forward progression. Yeah, I get that one. I get that one. The way they explained it on the TV made sense to me because they said he caught it, he hadn't been touched, so he's still moving forward. There's no forward progress because he hasn't been contacted yet. You know what I mean? Like. There's no contact yet, and it didn't happen until the guy touched him, and then he was short. <sighs> There's a little great. What area. I don't get there is why didn't we go for that one? Because honestly, it was fourth and inches. Yeah, and not just not too long. It was earlier this week. JJ Watt put out a thing saying the the hardest play to defend in the NFL is a QB sneak. Like yeah. when you're it's fourth and when you're less than a yard, yep. a yard or less. That is, you can't defend against that. And when, Kirk has done a few of those. This and year. it's like so. In those instances, if you're in the middle-ish of the field, wherever that that thirty to thirty, maybe I would probably do it. Yep. Um, but then again, you, you're going to get some. You're going to lose some. Yeah. But for a four and one and a half, we went a stupider play. So, but here's my take on it. <laughs> here's my take on it. I know you're saying good job, Lions, and they are a good team. They are. I'm not trying to take away from it. But honestly, outside of those two plays that I explained earlier. And we kicked their ass. Yeah. Like, we played way better. Yeah. We played way better. Kirk Cousins, 425 yards, two touchdowns. Um, Jared Goff, three touchdowns, 330 yards. Okay? Like, you know, Justin Jefferson. We've seen all that. The stats. Where we screwed up was Dalvin Cook, 15 carries for 23 yards. I'm not saying we need to run more yards. I'm not saying anything about that. But what I'm saying is, is, Dalvin Cook is, we have threats, and we used them yesterday, but our defense let us down in the fact of the soft coverage in our secondary. We're we're allowing them on a third and six. We're playing soft and allowing them to get a first down. Why? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I get the defenses of different layouts and things like that, and I'm not smart. I'm leaning on a water cooler, (laughs) so I don't really get it. But, I mean, like, you know. Why Why wouldn't we work really, especially towards the end of the game, work really hard not to let them even get a first down? Yeah, play more press man coverage, more Something. blitz packages. You know how many times I saw yesterday a DB on the Lions in the backfield? Our DBs aren't even close to the no. backfield. Well, and I gotta, They're not playing run support at all. No, they're not, and I got an answer to it. 
I got an answer to my own question. I don't really know if it's the right answer, but I got an answer. <laughs> Water cooler. It, it, it is that we don't have the players to do it. I don't I, – everybody's blaming right now. You go on social media, it's fire. Ed Donatel. Ed Donatel. Fire him. We need to get him out of here. He sucks. I don't know as if it's his fault. I really, truly don't because you look at our team and, and, and our problem is on one half of the field. Not You don't see a problem on Patrick Peterson's side. You don't see a problem. I mean, he's is he perfect? By no means, no. No, he's older. He's not. He's older. He's he's got his things. But by far, nobody even. You don't have to throw it to that side of the field because the other side of the field is wide open, and mm-hmm. when, that's where our problem is. So you can't send somebody in. You can't take somebody away from coverage when they need literally more than we have. We need like 13, 14 guys over there if that's how they're going to play. Which is probably, I mean, if that's the case, which the coaches are going to know better than we are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then that's the reason why we play soft coverage. That's because it. we're worried about getting burnt. But we yep. got burnt twice. Because our team sucks. <laughs> Because our because our because those players, not our team, but those players, that Camto, I'm teasing you guys about. I'm not saying he sucks. He's okay, but I don't think this is a system for him. He got burned on There's that one other play. Guys, he got burnt on a couple plays, and he's constantly getting burnt. He's constantly getting juked. And I, I'm it was not also meaning, his first game back from an ankle. I'm not meaning yeah. this towards Cam as in a Cam hate line. But but I'm meaning it like as and he's not the only one, but we've got cornerbacks that are doing that. They're easily to be fooled, easily burnt. I mean, a decent offense can come in and be like, look, dude, we just stick to the left side of the field, and we, our wide receiver is 10 times better than anybody they've got over there except for Harrison Smith. So as long as, long as we keep it in front of him or we fooled Harrison to go to the other side of the field and then our left side's wide open. Yeah, you know? man, I don't know. And Cam Bynum, he just – that first touchdown that they had, man, was just like it, – it was so bad. Like he was just so used to playing here with Harrison Smith yeah. that he thinks that Harrison's going to be there, of course. So he jumps that route and gets burnt. And the other safety that's playing in place of Harrison Smith is his first game, and I think he played last week one or a few snaps or something like that. But, he, but he's a rookie, so he's not – I don't know, man. We have a definite problem in our secondary for sure. Our run support is our run defense is decent. It's not mm-hmm. bad. It's not good, but it's not bad. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because we have a good defensive line. We have to get pressure well, on the quarterback, and, and we're not doing it. it. It comes down to the exact same thing I was playing. We can't pressure because those guys have to go into coverage as well. We have to have Kendricks or Hicks or those guys dropping into coverage because they have to help our weakness. Yeah, they're like crap. It's like it's like we're playing with less men than they are. Yeah, you know numbers, well, number wise. We are the thirty second ranked defense in the NFL right now. Out that, of thirty two teams. Out of thirty two, that means <laughs> we can't have a defense like that and win a Super Bowl. Well, we can. No, well, I don't even think it's ever. Uh, that's I don't know if this is real or not, but you should look that up. Has there ever been a team fact checking Matt that's been ranked in the let's say the twenties? Let's just start there. In defense, that's won a Super Bowl Let's in the history. Well, we have Google. Because Worse. defense with championships, what beats a good defense is a good offense. I feel like our offense is good enough to beat a good defense. We proved it. We beat three out of the top four. But our defense has to play, make plays. And I don't. If, if it's a personnel issue, find somebody that's a free agent right now, bring them in, do something. Or if it's Ed Donatel, fire him. 
or have him fix the scheme. Like, do something, because right now we're not seeing any changes on the defensive side of the ball. And I don't know if that's KOC's fault. I don't know if KOC's just kind of letting Ed do what Ed does, because Ed has a long history in the NFL. Um, but he, he said in his press conference, he's like, I'm going to sit down with Ed. We're going to talk about it. we got to figure out a way to get more pressure on the quarterback. Because the way teams are scheming us up, because they know that we're playing soft coverage, and they're getting the ball out of their hands so fast because they know that if they have to stand in the pocket mm-hmm. for more than five to six seconds, Zedarius or Daniil Hunter is going to be there at some point. But they're getting the ball out of their hands so fast and the soft coverage that five yards, six yards, seven yards continues to lead to first downs. And then they get big plays over the top. If Harrison Smith wasn't playing, if was playing yesterday, those big plays wouldn't have happened. I can I feel very confident in saying that, but obviously we don't know, so I, you know, it is what it is. It says the twenty eleven Patriots. I, I don't know if this is true. It's actually kind of hard to find this. It takes some research, but yeah. the twenty eleven Patriots would have also been the worst defense to win a Super Bowl statistically. If they had won. Oh, they lost. So I think in that in 2011, it was the Giants stepped their defense up when the playoffs hit and certainly played a key part into it. So I don't know if that's saying the Giants had the worst defense. I don't know. But anyway, this it would take They're saying that the Patriots would have won. They would have had the worst defense in history that won a Super Bowl. If they would have won. Well, I wonder and what. they were undefeated. What were they the, ranked? Yeah, that offense was unreal. That yeah, I don't know. I'd, it'd take some digging. But I, mean, I agree with you on all the problems. But I, I, I think uh, firing Ed is not, the, is not the answer because I just, I think, uh, what I think the problem may be, is that he's running a defensive scheme with defensive players that don't fit that scheme. Yeah. And he's not going to change. And so I think we're in this, in my mind, it's a classic, well, you know, like 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 uh, watching Baker Mayfield in with, with the Kitty Cats up there, the Panthers. Yeah. Right? Hey, he, he didn't do too well up there. But then he shows up at the Rams, and three days later, he's making a game-winning drive and, and making it work. Yeah. So it throws me into this whole, well, there's certain coaches that don't want to mold or don't want to do things for what they have for players. They want the players to do what they want them to do. Yeah. And sometimes that doesn't what, work out. kind of what Zimmer did towards the end of his career. Like yeah. He refused to change. He refused to change. And and I'm not saying the coach has to change, but your first year in, you got to adapt. you yeah. got to be like, hey, man, these guys aren't really made for the 3-4 and, and so maybe we need to adapt it a little bit and make it a three four with a this or that whatever, right? Well, yeah, it's above and, my pay grade. And like I said, chaos. I mean, there's so many points that you could try to talk about to form a, an opinion based on what we think might be going on. But we're not in those meeting rooms. Nope. We're not there. We have no idea. KOC obviously has trust in Ed yeah. for some reason, whatever that reason might be. Maybe they have a good relationship yeah. or something, or there's something that KOC sees that we don't see because, again, we're not there. Yep. You know what I mean? And, again, Ed has a long history in the NFL, and he has been successful. So, obviously, there's a reason why he's an NFL coach. I don't know if it's fire Ed Donatel. I just know that something needs to change, whether yeah. it's a scheme change, whether it's dialing up more pressure, whether it's firing Ed or having – maybe not even firing Ed, but having somebody else call the defensive plays like Mike Pentine, who's an old Jets coach. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe it's something like that. Maybe – I think it comes down to we should have traded for – you know, we traded – we got like Rager, right? And nothing, I love that guy. I'm glad he's on our team. I'm not against it. Yeah. But I do think we should have – tried to get deeper on our secondary yeah and instead of adding a wide receiver there was also a couple plays that Jalen was wide open that Kirk missed he forced the ball to somebody else I, I noticed yeah. I um, but 
I don't know. It's a, it's a frustrating loss for me because it just feeds into this. Because me and you believe that this team, even though our defense is bad, that this team is definitely different. All right? I mean, obviously we're going to always have some bumps and bruises in the mm-hmm. road. You know, any team. And the, the Eagles is eventually going to have. The Eagles are playing so good right now that eventually their bumps and bruises are going to come when least expected. I yeah. thought it was going to happen with the Giants with a divisional game. That obviously didn't happen. Yeah, I can't wait. But you know how many times I've seen a team dominate? And the 2011 Patriots are a perfect example of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they made it to the Super Bowl, but they lost. I've also seen number mm-hmm. one teams go and do the first round bye week and lose the next game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the Eagles aren't that. They're, they're I don't want to say that they're that because they are. They're great. They are playing outrageous football. I don't want to play them. The 49ers, yeah. but and the Dallas Cowboys, those are the three best teams in the NFC right now because they mm-hmm. play good defense and their offenses are going good. If we had to play those guys, I don't know if we win. Probably not. Yeah. But it's possible. It's well the the, the plus side is is I do think the the differences between the worst team in the NFL, ours being ranked 32nd for defense, yeah. and the best team in the NFL, there's not really that much of a difference between. I mean, there is statistically, mm-hmm. but each Sunday when they go match up, there isn't. You right. know, and and it is any given Sunday. It really when is. is it? When do the the Eagles the Eagles play? What they week play. fifteen is when they play the Cowboys. Then I think it's Christmas Eve. So yeah, it would be week fifteen. Then so they got the Bears oh, this week coming 15. week. Week fifteen is this. Weekend. Oh, next week. No, they play the Bears this next weekend. On Fox on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Also, I do want to bring this up because going back to the referees real quick, that touchdown, the final touchdown that the Lions got, mm-hmm. pull up that replay because you said you didn't see it. I, I seen the replay. I didn't see the play live. It's not a touchdown. I didn't see the play live. I still don't. And the, the call was confirmed. Yeah. It wasn't just stands. The call was they actually conf- looked at confirmed. It. Yeah. And everything that shows that replay shows that that is not a touchdown. Yeah. And I have no idea how somebody from New York, I don't get it. I don't understand it. It is what it is. I agree with you. Well, it makes a difference in the game and play calls. But so here's this. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, uh, Eagles 12 and 1 currently, Cowboys 10 and 3. Yep. In week 16. So so two weeks from now, right? So the Eagles could be 14 and 1. Cowboys could be 12 and 3. Mm-hmm. Going into the matchup against each other, it is the evening game, the 225 game on, on Fox. Christmas Eve. Correct. And uh, these two are playing each other. I think it's at Cowboys. I think the Cowboys win. I hope so. You know, the Cowboys almost lost to the Texans, though. Yeah. You well, the that? Texans are one of those teams, too, that are like, we can't play, we can't play. All of a sudden, they figure it all out one weekend. And then they can't play again. And, yep. Yeah. And also, the, so the Cowboys have to play the Jaguars. The Jaguars just beat the Titans, who, you know, they're not they're not just a walkover team. You know what I mean? They have the best running back in the league, Derrick yeah. Henry, on that team. So, yeah. uh, I don't know. The NFL's weird. Although, we, we did not win. We did not win the NFC North. Again, like I said, as I opened up this podcast, 99% chance that we still win the NFC North. So, yes, we can afford the loss. That's fine. We can. But what I don't want to happen is that we've held this number two seed the entire year. I don't want to give that up. So we need to figure out what we need to do to make sure that we hold on to that number two seed. Because if the 49ers overtake us and we have to play Dallas in the first round, I don't want to do that. Well, in the Niners. I want to play the Seahawks, or, well, they might not even make it now. Or I want to play the Washington Commanders or a team like that. I want to play a seven seed. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Niners have have a fairly soft schedule the rest of the season, I believe. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure, but it's like they got Seahawks next week. Let's see what week 16 brings. It's it's uh Shout uh, out to Mr. Irrelevant, man. When Washington. The first quarterback to ever as the yeah. start of his career to beat the GOAT. Oh, dude, when you watch that game cuz obviously the wife is a Niners fan. Yeah. So we're watching it. And they kept panning to the dad in the stands, and he's, like, getting emotional when his son, you know, goes through a little bit of a situation and drops a diamond for a touchdown. He's, like, getting emotional about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a dad, I mean, you've got a daughter. I got a son and a daughter. That – all the times you played catch with him, you drove him to practices, you financially supported him, yep. whatever the case, who knows the situation. I don't know. Maybe he's a rich guy. That doesn't matter. I don't know. But it's like you're watching it unfold in front of you. The dream. The the dream dream that you worked on, you joked with your kid when he was five. Well, if you want to play in the football, let's go play some football. You know, if you want to play in the NFL, like Tom Brady, and he makes his first NFL start. Tom Brady's been in the NFL longer than this kid's been alive. Yeah. And they're out. (laughs) It's a serious thing. And then they're out playing. It's like, it's wild, you know? So I'm just saying, like, that was cool. Yeah. It was cool watching that. It was. It was pretty sweet just to see Tom Brady also lose. That's always fun. <laughs> it happens, you know. Uh-oh, we're being joined currently. Did you guys beat uh, Tom Brady? No. 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 We lost to the Lions. Oh, you guys lost to the Lions. How'd you lose to the Lions? Oh, Aren't the man. Lions kind of bad? We, we've it's been almost talking like about. losing to the Bears, right? No, the Lions nah. are not bad. Not that bad. Jeez. No one's that bad. We're like draft number one, right? Yeah. That's what's number looking two, good I for think. the Bears. Number two right now. Wow. Three and ten. So Three like, and ten right, for the Bears. Give me, give me what's happening with the Vikings in like ten seconds. Well, we, we, we lost the game. I say it's because of coaching decisions. Uh, defense kind of sucks. We gave up a lot like we always do. and. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty you still much have it. that old quarterback you overpaid, Kirk Cousins. There you go. He threw for 425 yards yesterday and two touchdowns, and that's the first time in NFL history that a quarterback's thrown for 400 yards and lost. Yeah, it wasn't on him. Boy, people <laughs> say that about him a lot, don't they? Yeah, yeah. it was, that only happens to people who lose a lot, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's not losing. We're ten and three. It, we still have a 99 percent chance of winning the NFC North, though. So that's is that really thing. true? Yeah. We, we you guys gonna win the NFC North? We gotta oh, win the Packers next game. Packers are still kind of bad. No, oh, they're really bad. Kinda. Yeah. They're like, I mean, it's you guys and the Packers are right above you, just barely. Just yeah. barely, which is fine with me. I'd rather the Bears win than the Packers. You know yeah. what I mean? I just all think this is great because, like, you guys are having a good run. Yeah. And, like, you Vikings fans get to, like, holler about something. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's good, right? <laughs> like, I like that you guys can feel like you're proud of your team. Whoa. And then when you lose the NFC Championship game, it's even better. We, we, we might not even make wow. it that far. <laughs> well, I mean, you Thanks, know. Murdoch, for bringing in your football knowledge. Bears haven't <laughs> been there in a long time either. <laughs> a long time. Hey. Rex Grossman, 08, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and lost the Super Bowl to Peyton Manning. Yeah. Um, but, but, I mean, so that's just it for me, I guess. I, I Like I said, recap, I think it's not the coach. I think it's more player and coach maybe not getting along. I mean, our offense oh, is killing that. it. I mean, we got to get not, – Not getting along. I mean, like as in like scheme-wise. Yeah. I the, think they all get along. It's, the, I mean it like And that. it's the coach's job to get the best out of the player, right? Yeah. KOC is getting the best out of the team, but for whatever reason, there's a disconnect with whether it's Ed, whether it's the players. I don't know what it is. Maybe KOC needs to figure out something to get a, just be more hands-on with the defense instead of focusing yeah. on the offense so much, which yeah. the offense I think is fine. We all think the offense is fine. But – 
and you know, just fixing some of those mistakes. But again, he's a rookie coach. Those mistakes are going to come. We can't be mad at him for that because he's taking chances. You know yeah. what I mean? That's something Zimmer would never do. I also want to say this too, though. Uh, we're we are definitely overreacting on an overreaction Monday after a loss. And you look back up until today, our defense has played really, really well for the last two or three weeks, giving up a lot of yards. Yeah. But remember, I mean, the Jets had 15 points on field goals and was in the red zone almost every single time Mm -hmm. and never scored a touchdown on our same defense we're talking about right now. Yeah. And, and the, and then before that we held, you know, the Buffalo bills, all the stuff we've talked about, they, our defense did a really good job, but in those games we created turnovers. And I think that's something we talked about in the previous episode too, with Matt, it was like, we have to create turnovers for our defense to be successful. We didn't create any turnovers. No, we didn't. Zero. And, and hats off to Jared Goff. And yeah, he's playing really well right now. He, he played really well yesterday. Yeah, we, stopped, were on the we stopped the run. We stopped the run. Yeah. And, and with Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift, who are two studs. Yeah, Jamal Williams had 14 touchdowns yeah. on, in the season. Yeah. So, I mean, and we're stopping the run. And But Jared Goff diced us up because we were missing some key points. Where was Duke Shelley at yesterday? Oh, I didn't man. see him at all. Mm-hmm. But okay, again, like we, I also made Cam a point. Uh, I felt <laughs> I've made a point that I think that like we didn't really lose that game. We beat ourselves, and yeah. with the, some of the stuff that happened, of course, yeah. with the turnovers and some of the mistakes that we were calling, and then yeah, of course, and then the refs just not helping at all. I'm not blaming the refs at all, but there were two. There was a few big calls that they should have made. I will say this: out of all the games, this one was the least ref screwed up. It's still screwed up a little, but least ref screwed up yeah. that I've seen. I just want to see Again, these refs. Driving, they need to be they need to be held accountable somehow, <laughs> man. I, I agree with you, and I don't really know if it's a it, I, I, what I don't what blows my mind is that we've uh, we've allowed mothership or the, the the eye right. There's somebody in New York or wherever the hell they are watching every football game and making those calls mm-hmm. that they the, that we haven't connected like that. That's not better. I guess is what I'm saying. You know right, what I mean? Like, right. nope, you missed that. Even on the let's 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 just talk about the Justin Jefferson. He blows it dead and runs off. Fine, you don't want to give him. Mothership could have looked at that and said nobody would have tackled him. There's no way in hell he would have scored, or he, no yeah. way nobody would have got to him. He would have scored, and he didn't go out of bounds. Either a you got the ball at the first yard, one yard line and goal, or b that it's a touchdown. I I, I don't know. I'm yeah. not really arguing about that. But the fact that even though he whistled it dead, then it should be no. Yeah. You were wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Right there and there. No, dude, like somebody's on the mic. No, you were wrong. He didn't go out of bounds. It's Vikings ball, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I don't know, whatever I, the yeah I don't know you know what I mean and or or pass interference calls that are blatantly missed the guy so whoever's in New York needs to call and go no dude you totally missed this something and it, and it's okay too when you're looking at it the refs it's like it's okay to to miss them you're a human being yeah and you're watching something else and this is maybe going on in your peripheral you know yeah. what I mean it's like it's okay to not catch everything but we have freaking technology that we can yeah we that's do. the stuff that gets me is like. We can do better, and we we don't. We just don't, and we're not holding the refs accountable, like we said. And uh, I just hate how they have the power to dictate a whole game. Yeah, they, they have can. a they have a power to dictate a game, whether or not, and not just ours. Like I know it's, it's just any game. game in yeah. the NFL, in the NFL. It's just it's it's yeah. hard to watch sometimes. It's it's really hard to watch it and not go, wow, wow, what they're protecting the hell? this money line. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. There was a there was a play last night on the Dolphins Chargers game. They called a roughing the passer call. This was a third and long, and Justin Herbert gets sacked by the Dolphins. Now this is a big play because the Dolphins are trying to come back, right? Mm-hmm. And this is a routine tackle, routine sack. He hits him in the body, lays up, puts his arm down so he doesn't apply, doesn't yep. drive him to the Run ground. Up. Yep. And the and they call roughing the passer. Yeah. Fifteen yards. Rejuvenates the the Chargers drive. I think they yep. go down and score. All right. I mean that that play right there is just an example. Yep. They're like, no, we it's need a the clear to win this. Yeah. Clear tack. Like even the the guy that the, you know the every broadcast has like a referee for the broadcast, yep. right? That yep. used to be a referee, yep. and then he'll provide he his out. insight. Yeah. He was like, uh, there's no way that tells me that this is a prof- you know yeah. personal foul. A rough in the passer call. Yep, and it's just like so that that referee in hindsight should be fined ten grand or something, like because then you're not going to make bad calls. Do you think though, if you if you start doing that to refs, and and I'm going to say it this is like a, as if, a union thing, right? It's a union thing. So if you but if you start fining them, do you feel like refs will just start quitting? You know what I mean? Like like honestly, adult softball and or you know star of the West. They have problems getting refs. Why? I don't. I don't really know. Well, but they I don't, don't pay I, them enough. One, may, maybe it's they don't pay them enough. And two, you know, they, they have to deal with a lot of BS. People yeah. harping back at them. Why'd you make that call? Blah blah blah. And then some people just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. And so if you're a ref and you do it because you love the game and you think you're doing the best job you can or whatever, and yeah. all of a sudden you're starting to get fined ten grand because of a call, questionable call. Do you think they'd just be like, well, then screw it. I'm just going to go back to being a lawyer. Maybe. And that's why I think that maybe there's guys – because, like, if it's a questionable call, okay, if you can see the understanding of why that ref made that call, that's a whole other argument. But if it's blatant, like the ref running into the Washington game – Oh, my god! Like, you know what I mean? Like That was so dumb. The the roughing the passer call and, like – the you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like blatant calls that are so easily missed. I could even go back a few years uh, with that pass interference call that wasn't called against the Saints uh, years ago. Yeah. And then they made pass interference to be reviewable the next year, and it didn't go well at all. Yeah. So they decided to not do that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like these blatant missed calls that are so obvious. Then that call, the person that made the call or didn't make the call. Maybe it's the crew that gets fined, not just the one yeah. person. I don't know what it is, but they yeah, feel like they need to be held accountable in some way, shape, or form, and they're not right now. No. So they can do whatever they want. Yeah. If they want to. Yep. Within well, the rules. <laughs> and then there's, a, I'm sure you've seen that video. There's one uh, circling through social media, how true it is, I don't know. But where a ref walks up and goes, well, hey, let's just tell him, and then realizes his mic's on and shuts it off. Yeah. Like, hey, we'll just, we'll just call, like he was totally covering up a play or... Or maybe helping out a buddy who made a bad call. I don't know. I don't know what the deal was with it, but it's like you you, you look at that and it's like, come on, you know, yes. like. But it, put yourself in the ref's shoes and their cleats, if you will, or whatever they run around in, and it's like <laughs> put a, put yourself in their black and whites, you know. Right. And it's like it'll be tough. It's tough, you know. You're you're doing the best you can. It's a judgment call. I I know I can't ref because I'm. I'm too busy looking at the cheerleaders, or I'm, or I'm, <laughs> wa- or I'm watching a play. Just imagine if you're a guy having to watch this side of the field, even though you know this play's going on over here, and Justin Jefferson is about to make a circus catch, and you're just like, shit, I don't want to miss it. I'm watching this, but I have to see if somebody's holding somebody over here. Yeah. You know, on a, on a non 
descript it's like nothing should be but what if somebody throws them down like unsportsmanlike or something uh, yeah but you're but you're like but justin jefferson just got that out of the moon you're making all relative points man because it's hard to watch in live action i get it i bet their jobs are hard We've that's what talked I about it mothership yeah the guy watching on the camera who's sitting in his office at home or wherever now what is he's that? doing with Pornhub on the side yeah yeah, oh, whatever he's got going on, watching TikToks, know, and he forgot to watch. But it. the loss and what we're talking about is taken away from the the performances of Kirk Cousins. He tried to will us to a win. He did everything he, he could. Justin Jefferson, the same. We got to figure out how to. I, I think we one of the keys to us winning that game was running the football, and we held on to that too much. It, it was very evident it was not going to work. Yeah, uh, especially when we got behind. I so, think they were stupid runs at that. Yeah. Like, again, running right at the O-line, very Zimmer-like when we're running with two backup O-linemen. Yeah, like do don't, some toss play. Oh, yeah. They, don't I, give it to them. Another thing that I hate in this offense that I've seen, I don't know what it is, but it, it Kirk will toss the ball to Dalvin, but he goes up the middle. That's not – what is that? I don't – Dude, when you're tossing the ball, it's meant to get you on the outside of the line, you know, mm-hmm. to get, you know, what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't maybe understand it's a, it. Maybe it's a weird disguised inside run. You know what I mean? Like, let is. me, we're going to toss it to you. Everybody's going to shift to the outside. You're going to cut through the line. I hate it. Never works. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't seem to work. But we got to figure out a way to get Dalvin. Because Dalvin, you know, even though he's, we got to get him involved in some hey, way, shape, Speaking of getting Dalvin to cook, how about how about that that jump cut he did on Ooh, that made dude? that guy on skates, put him on mean, skates. That dude's still spinning. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like today, yeah, You're like yeah. he's in bed, like he got drunk. Like somebody <laughs> stop it, you know? Because right. Dalvin Cook put the cleats in. <laughs> he took a turn, and that guy couldn't. He just could, man. <laughs> it was woo. So. I mean, yeah, it's a loss. We could afford it. Again, we still have 99% chance. I just don't want – and it might I, happen. I'm, All these pessimistic Vikings fans, the media, everything is just feeding into it. And it's yeah. just like I, – I don't – I'm not on that bandwagon no. yet. But at the same time, like if, if we want to expect to make a playoff run or even a Super Bowl run, I'm not even saying that we can make the Super Bowl at this point in time. Legit, like logically, I mean, I as a fan, I want to believe that, oh, and yeah. I am going to push that, and like you know what I mean, like put that out there. But logistically and physically, we are not a team to make a playoff run no. right now, based on that performance yesterday and other performances in in, in, the, in the year. See, and, and I and I agree with you on the whole like uh, like we could afford to lose it. I'm the one, I brought that. I said that off air when we weren't talking. And and I look at that, but then at the same token, you look at it and you're like, no, we should have went in for blood and pretended like our lives depending on this game yeah. because being eleven and two and twelve and two and thirteen and all that because that's we need that number one seed. Yeah. Let let that number two cool. We're in the two. We need that number one. We need to let the Eagles go lose to the Cowboys and the Cowboys lose to the whoever and the Giants beat the Eagles. And <laughs> how, whatever it takes, let them go fight it out. And we need to worry about us and do the best we can instead of saying we're comfortable. And I'm not saying they did this. No. It just seemed like it because, like, Harrison Smith didn't play. You know what I mean? It just, like, we went into it like, hey, guys, out didn't it, play. we're going to rest some of our starters on this game. Garrett Bradbury thing. didn't play. And obviously, you know, there's a lot of people that hate on Grab- Garrett Bradbury, but we missed him yesterday. There you go. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Now we have the Colts, and we can, we'll we talk about this later on this week. I mean, we do have some crazy weather coming in, so it kind of just depends on what's going on. But just some key mm-hmm. points to this Colts game. Um, I mean, we always seem to bounce back after a loss. Yeah. So we still have a chance to win the division with a win. We are playing at home. We can do it at home. Mm-hmm. The Colts have a decent defense, but they're not creating turnovers. 
so we're going to have to watch out for Jonathan Taylor, but we can also expect Matt Ryan to probably throw some ducks up where we can actually create turnovers. Yep. Even though we're giving up a ton of yards, we can hopefully expect a turnover or two, which will propel us to win and yep. win the division. And then we can just let that be, and then we can focus on the last two games, which are away, which uh, you know we're going to go to Lambeau and play the Packers, and you know the Packers fans and the Packers are going to be lively for that game because mm-hmm. they hate us so much. Mm-hmm. And that's that's not a gimme, no matter how bad no. the Packers are playing. Nope. You know, and then going to Chicago, who even though they're three and ten right now with the number two pick in the NFL draft, which is crazy. Justin Fields is still a freak athlete, and he will probably give us some problems. And I don't want to lose. I want to win out. Can we please just win out these last few games, yeah. and then we can just shore up this two seed? Yeah, that would be great. That's what we need to do. Please, God, I don't want to fight about this stupid and why these losses because these next three wins will propel us into the playoffs. We'll be feeling mm-hmm. pretty confident. Mm-hmm. The media is going to be maybe jumping back on our bandwagon a little bit. Not that I need the media to, but I'm just so tired of everybody yeah. just talking shit about the Vikings because well, it's or, so easy to. Or, 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 to go the other route. We go to the Super Bowl. Hey, <laughs> hey, we just rest some people who gives a shit. We lose some games. Who cares? We're making the playoffs regardless, right? But I and, still want a home game. But we're, like, what? So we're seeded number two, so we have to play the worst team, the seven seed. Because essentially, it's like one seed that first week because the one seed gets a bye. Yep. And so we have to play the the worst seed, the seven seed. And uh, and it's like maybe maybe we don't want to do that. I I. Mean, I do. One of those teams might Either be actually way, pretty good. Either way, we need to have a home game, okay? And if we lose these next three and San Francisco wins out, you yeah. know, there's possible we drop from a two seed to a four seed. Yeah. I mean, even though but we then win, we're playing the if, if we win the division, we still get a home game. We should. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll be playing the five seed, which could be Dallas. That would suck. Yeah. But also, I think we could play Dallas and the Eagles a lot better than we did. Yeah. And we just walk in there, grab them by the balls, and take the game. You That's know what, what I mean? we do. And then we, and we say, beat them and then we go on. And then we say, who are we playing in the Super Bowl? And at this point, to me, I'm going to go ahead and put this on record. It's the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes. Chiefs. No. Yeah. Did Patrick Mahomes played out of his mind yesterday. Russell Wilson got, did you see the knot yeah. on his head? Yeah. <laughs> I don't he mean to laugh, walloped. but wow. He got walloped. Also, there was this another conversation, and this is completely away from the Vikings, but uh, Matthew Stafford and the whole Baker Mayfield thing. Matthew Stafford's neck is pretty. It's not. It doesn't look good at mm. all. Okay, his wife is pretty upset. Really? So, well, I was talking to my friend about this, and I was like, he needs to just be done. Be done. Which he's actually been around for a while. He's been NBA. around for a long time. Beat Hands up. down, one of the. Toughest quarterbacks the yes. NFL has ever seen. I loved watching him play. Felt so bad he was on the Lions. I'm so glad they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he won the Super Bowl for the Rams, and like this year didn't work out. Now your neck, you're getting older, buddy. Shut like you won all this, you have all this money. You have a beautiful wife, mm. beautiful family. Pizza, pizza. It's not that I know the competitive side of that person is going to be like, man, this is tough. I don't want to just let it all go. But at the same time, when your physical health is to the point where it's like. Hey man, if you don't, if you do play again, and there's a chance that you could be yeah. fucked for the rest dude, of your I'd life, I'd listen to him talk in a booth. You know what I mean? Go Hell yeah! Dude, and that was another thing because Matthew, he's so respected that he would be perfect in the booth. Yep. You know what I mean? Like how Tony Romo came into the booth. Yeah, I know a lot of people don't like Tony Romo in the booth. I, I love do. Tony Romo I love in the it. booth. So I, I just, 
I think for Matt, and it just makes sense for Baker to kind of rejuvenate his career. He's mm-hmm. a young, feisty talent. Sean McVay, I, who I despise, is a young, feisty coach. Mm-hmm. And I think that 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 just works, you know what I mean, for the Rams, and I think that's good for the NFL in general. Yeah, I agree. And and I think it's, it's going to be cool, Baker, Rams, weird. Yeah. But good for him, though. Yeah. You know, because he's another one that could have been – he could have been – just like Matthew Stafford. He won a Heisman. Man. Or Matthew Pafford, because it could have been just <laughs> like him. And the fact that if Baker would have stayed with the Browns, right, they're, they're kind of like the Lions in the fact that they always seem to lose. They're getting so much better. But no matter what happens, something always knocks them back, knocks them back, like right now. You know what I mean? It's like they're just uh, whatever, right? Yeah. He got out of there. It was weird because he went to the Panthers. You know what I mean? He was kind of floating around. Gosh, what are they going to do with Baker Mayfield? Is he really that good? He's decent, right? Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's okay. He's like a Matthew Stafford. He's good, but he's not like elite. But then all of a sudden, here he is on the Rams. Dang, he might be looking elite here pretty quick. Yeah, for sure. So we're looking forward to the Colts. We're going to put this loss to the Lions behind us, hopefully. Hopefully they can figure out some ways to fix this defense, at least play a little better. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, because that's not going to do it for us. We're not going to be able to make any sort of playoff run if we don't fix that defense. Mm-hmm. We and we have to. I don't know what the answer is, but they got to figure it out. And we'll be having hopefully some more information. Hopefully, we get some guys back this game. We get Darisol back. He's going to have a full week of practice. Cam Dantzler will get back. You know, yeah. he, he, he kind of. I don't want to say we forced him back, but he was like, "Here, you got to get back in there, man. We need you." And he wasn't even good to begin with. <laughs> but and we get we. We get Bradbury back. We get Harrison Smith back, um, and hopefully we win the division. I think we do. Um, mm-hmm. But you know the Colts. You know again. I mean they're they're a team that can beat you. You know again, what I mean. The difference between worst and best is they all that. Big. They almost beat the Eagles the other night, except for they gave up all those points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Or the Cowboys, sorry, the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, but so we'll see what happens, and we'll have a, hopefully another episode this week. We got to see what the snowstorm does for us. We're supposed to get hammered, Shmammered. and by hammered I mean drink a bunch of alcohol. A- 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 <laughs> alcohol. So tune in for our later episode as we uh, get ready for the Colts. Brandon, take us out, my friend. One, two, three, let's go! Skull Vikings, let's win this game. Skull Vikings, honor your name. Go get that first down, then get a touchdown. Rock up, suck up, fight, 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 fight. Go Vikings, run up the score. You'll hear us yell for more. Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ is hosted by Mitchell Stafford, a.k.a. Stitch, and Brandon Jones, a.k.a. BJ. Produced by Mark Hewson, engineered by Chris Jacquez, audio or audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you like what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment. This was a Home Slice Podcast Network production.